Welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Always such a joy to have you joining me here. So we, at the time of recording, are heading towards the end of the year. It's always a bit of a slippery slope in terms of things to do and closing things off and that energy and momentum that we get as we kind of reach Christmas and the end of the year and summer holidays here in this hemisphere. It's actually a time as well when our lives can get really full and sometimes our emotions can also start to spill over a little bit when we don't have maybe the the space or capacity that we normally do. So I thought today's topic would be a really good one to talk about, which is emotional contagion, which is something that I've been interested in for quite some time. And obviously I've seen it play out in various ways in my own family and and other situations too. So just for yourself thinking, have you ever been kind of happily interacting maybe with friends or family and then one person comes into the room and there's this heavy or negative energy that they bring into the room and suddenly this ripples through the house or the family or the group of people like a row of dominoes so everybody might be kind of happily going about their way and suddenly this this emotional set of dominoes starts running through and and, and the energy shifts the emotion shifts the mood shifts and you might be questioning why is this and that is because our emotions are contagious and it's not all bad because just like we have our negative emotions we can also have positive emotions and bring in a beautiful domino effect of positive emotions as well. Last week we got to experience this firsthand in our family so my daughter and I both had COVID and although we were physically fine there were definitely times when we both felt grumpy at different times and at the same time and I actually believe there's this dark side of the COVID virus that makes people quite grumpy and short and impatient and at times even in a dark place. So I I might have to share that on another podcast, this idea that COVID is kind of a dark virus, even if you whether you're sick or not sick physically I think it does also affect us emotionally but that's another story so my daughter had a big meltdown she actually had multiple meltdowns which is why I ended up testing her for COVID because she had no other symptoms and it was very interesting how this rippled through our family so for a few days everyone was affected by this this domino effect of moodiness and it started with my daughter but And then it was also me being very short and impatient. The girls started to squabble and James, who's usually the very even-tempered one, was also feeling very frustrated and (laughs) wanting to pull his hair out by the end of the week. So we suddenly had this low vibration week within our family where it really felt like there was this 
more so than COVID, this emotional contagion that was moving through our house. So I'm grateful to say we, we've fully recovered. We're, we're, we had a rocky week, but I did just want to use that as an example of how we can kind of get a bit derailed by our emotions or one person's emotions that then kind of has this knock-on effect. So what is emotional contagion? It's not just something that I've made up. It's a real thing. It's when we subconsciously mimic the emotions and expressions of those around us. So these can be both, as I said, negative and positive, but the word contagion implies that our emotions are actually contagious. We can catch them off each other. So neuroscience has been studying this work for some time, and we know that mimicking behavior comes from our mirror neurons. So we have these neurons in the brain, and they're called mirror neurons, and they light up when we do an activity but they also light up when we see someone else doing that activity. So in a Maki Monkey study, they found that the brain activates when eating a peanut, but it also activates when watching some other monkey eating that peanut. So this is kind of a mirror effect. And we know these mirror neurons also help us experience empathy when we feel something for somebody else. So mirror neurons respond beyond just witnessing someone else doing something physically. They also respond to emotions when we see or feel an emotion. And that that really can help us understand that that feeling of empathy, like, like something's happening to ourselves. We feel the pain or sadness of someone else just by seeing it or feeling it energetically. So you only need to watch a sad movie and see somebody crying to know how those emotions work and how those mirror neurons switch on and cause us to feel maybe that that sadness or, or whatever emotion is being shown to us. So the mimicking plays a very big role in emotional contagion and we often unconsciously mimic an emotion and that evokes an emotion in us and then this becomes part of our own experience. So if you think of someone who's highly stressed out, maybe they're, they're acting out in a very anxious way, maybe they're, they're yelling or they look very concerned on their face, and us just witnessing these emotions often evokes a similar stressful feeling in ourselves or that worry that kind of we have then caught. So we begin to express this, this emotion that we've witnessed in someone else And sometimes we also relay that onto others and the process of this contagion starts. So you might have even noticed this relay experience. This is when we unconsciously take an emotion that we've received and put it onto somebody else. And I sometimes see this with my own daughter as an example, where maybe she's done something wrong and we then get upset at her and we tell her that she shouldn't do that and tell her off and we maybe get upset. And then I notice that she will then have the same experience and direct it at her younger sibling right so she then takes it out this emotional relay onto someone else and this is another way that emotional contagion can happen so it can happen very quickly in the moment where you experience a feeling from somebody else and then you 
kind of dump that onto someone else. It's really, really good to just be aware of your own emotional contagion and how it, how you bring that into the room, how maybe you put that onto somebody else. So mimicking others' behavior and emotions, it's not uncommon and it's part of social psychology. We often do it without realizing. We mimic body language and gestures and we often pick up on very subtle emotional cues from others without realizing it. I know from my coaching training that it's really, really important to actually practice subtly mimic, mimicking our client's body language. It's actually a way that we re- build rapport. So just noticing how somebody is sitting or how they're holding their hands, when we start to do this mimicking behavior, it builds rapport and it shows that level of empathy when you can tune in like this. So if you're an empath which, and you really feel other people's emotions strongly or feel the pain of the world and you're sensitive to feelings and emotions of others, then you'll really notice the feeling that you're very sensitive to taking this on, basically, that you you just need to see some kind of distress or upset in somebody else and you feel it in a very sensitive way. So this emotional contagion really affects our empath friends out there. So you can see there are both positive and negatives to, to this to feeling other people's emotions. But managing emotional contagion is is really an important way for us to to navigate for for those negative emotions. And we want to make sure that we're not being derailed by other people's emotions or that we don't make our own negative emotions go viral. So here's some ways to help manage your emotional contagion. Or maybe if you're experiencing from others, this is just something to bear in mind that we want to be able to contain our emotions that, you know, feel free to express them freely, but we don't want to pass them on and have that domino effect to everyone around us. So the first thing I wanted to share to help us manage that viral experience of emotions is to practice mindfulness. And, you know, if you've been working with me for a while, you know that mindfulness is kind of where we always come back to. And it's because it helps us build that self-awareness. It helps us build our own emotional agility, our own ability to feel and acknowledge our own emotions and just have that little bit of a buffer between our reaction to something, the stimulus and the response that we can have some insight into what's coming up for me before I maybe spread it to everybody else. So part of this is to be really, really curious and aware of your own emotions going, well, what is this I'm feeling in my body? What's coming up for me? And, and kind of move through your own process before sharing that emotion with everybody else. So there's simple ways that you can practice mindfulness. I know there's a rituals course that I share that you can do some of these practices in, but there are things like tuning into your five senses or practicing how your emotions feel in your body. That could be doing a body scan. Just navigating your own emotions in, in an everyday way through things like you know meditation or mindful walking or whatever that might be for you. So another way that we can help to manage our emotional contagion is that we want to create these circuit breakers. 
So we sometimes know that you, you know, one of us or someone else brings that black cloud into the room and suddenly everyone's just feeling the weight of that black cloud and it's hard to get out of that. So I really encourage you to find ways to break the circuit, change the energy, change the feeling. So when you notice that that mood in the room, feeling that, that negativity, that emotional low, find ways to create a circuit breaker. So if you're home, that might look like putting on some mood boosting music that can really change the, the vibration in the house. It can be giving somebody a hug that can really help us to co-regulate, to feel a sense of safety and shift our emotional state. Have a dance. Dancing is so good to change our state. For some, you know, it looks different for everybody what, what that thing is to, to create a circuit breaker. It's not about distracting or minimizing feelings. It's about changing the energy in the room. So take a walk in nature, exercise, swim, get into cold water. These are all really good ways to help us both physically and mentally become aware of our state and hopefully not spread it to everybody else. Uh, The next one is to be empathetic but to also protect your energy. So this is a very fine balance that we find ourselves in of, you know, because empathy is such a beautiful emotion and we really want to encourage empathy. It's so, it's such a powerful emotion to share and to feel what other people are feeling. However, with heavy and negative emotions, it's also important to protect our energy, to have that boundary and that protection so that we don't take on board these emotions that other people might bring into our space. So again, awareness is key, just noticing your own feelings, your responses to others, and recognizing that other people's feeling feelings are not your responsibility. And that's quite a big one because a lot of us feel like we have to fix it or change it or that maybe we've caused it and we blame or shame ourselves. But we need to create that little bit of separation, realizing this isn't actually my emotion that's coming in here and create that space. So you might also want to create a practice to protect your own emotion and your own energy. And one way that you can do this is to just imagine a large glass bell jar over you so that when you're interacting with strong emotions that maybe are impacting you, imagine this this glass jar is protecting you and just allowing you to deflect off certain things, but maybe still having some level of empathy within that glass bell jar that's protecting you. There's lots of different ways that you can practice protecting your own emotions and energy. That's just one that is quite a nice visual one to bring in. So the next one to manage these emotional contag- this emotional contagion is to take responsibility for your feelings. So it ties closely to the mindfulness one. But if you're noticing yourself being a bit dysregulated, maybe you're feeling stressed or angry or agitated, or you're just noticing that you you want to pick at little things, then just name these feelings, share how you're feeling so other people can understand what's going on. Sometimes when we name it, it just takes, it changes the dynamic and everyone can start to actually step into a bit more empathy or understanding, or they know how to maybe move around you when you're feeling that. And you're just showing that you're owning these feelings 
for yourself and that that this maybe then your kids aren't taking that on board as oh this is my fault or mum or dad are upset because something I've done when you say I just feel grumpy it can help you to own that and you're not actually maybe offloading that onto everybody else it doesn't mean you shut them down these feelings and you it just means you don't have to spread them in the same way it's an ownership thing and when you notice that you're dysregulated just practicing a shift in your own state so just some of those things I mentioned before those circuit breakers maybe you just need some space for yourself you need to just take yourself for a little walk or take yourself in your room maybe journal sit down and just try to maintain that connection with others but really give yourself that space to process And the last one to help you with this emotional contagion, if you feel like it's something that is going on again and again and it's become kind of a program of yours that when you're with certain people or in certain family situations, you start to just dump these emotions and the same pattern of emotions come out. And even though you don't want to, you're like, oh my gosh, here I am in this place again. I'm feeling a bit flat or dull or I'm here I am angry or and I keep seeing it repeat again and again and again, you might want to get some support. So that's the last thing to consider is like, how can I maybe look at what is happening for me that I'm going through this pattern and the same emotional downloading or dumping is happening? Because you know, I, none of us want that. We've all got parts of ourselves that do certain behaviors from our program that we want to not do, but it's almost like we can't help it. So this is when you want to get some support. If you're struggling with regulating these emotions on an ongoing basis, or you're just noticing this contagion is impacting those around you, consider getting some support from a coach or a therapist. Get to the root cause of some of these feelings to help really navigate and have some strategies for moving forward. And I know, you know, for for me as a coach, I really like love leaning into this work and going, what is the part of you that's coming up now? Where has that come from? Is this an old pattern from your childhood that that this is a, a survival mechanism that you learnt to cope with hard things and how do we kind of unpack that and make sure that we can kind of slow down or adjust the program and realize you don't have to do this anymore. So yeah, I'm big on on really ensuring that you know you're not alone when you do this work, that we all have our different ways of expressing our emotions and we have the full spectrum of emotions and there's no good or bad, but we do want to be able to work towards regulating ourselves and our emotions so that we don't have this this knock-on domino effect. And just know that when we work with somebody else, even if it's within our own family and we talk about it or we work with a coach or a therapist, that really helps our nervous system to feel safe and happy. And we feel like we can regulate that co-regulation that means that we can return to that, that baseline level where we feel like we can make good decisions and be in the right part of our brain. So I hope that helps you and maybe you can think about what it is that you would like to take away from this talk. What is something that you might want to do in terms of protecting your own energy, in terms of regulating your own emotions and maybe just how do I create more space when I notice my mood or emotions are bubbling over? How do I make sure that I don't create that emotional contagion? 
So yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast today, please do share it. Maybe take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Send it to a friend. We want to really create positive contagion in this world. So anything that we can share in a positive way, we get to create that beautiful ripple of positivity. We share maybe a little bit more joy, a little bit more happiness, and that can spread out to your family, your friends, your work, to the whole world. So feel free to give this podcast a rating and review that helps a podcast be found by others so that we can share all of this beautiful knowledge to more people. Have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are and I look forward to seeing you on the next show.